Hello everyone, welcome to episode 2 of the V.Ed podcast. In this podcast, we're going to take you through the evolution of cannabis, how it's gone from being the backbone of civilization to now being branded as something that will harm it the most. And to all the five listeners who have stuck with us from episode 1, we thank you. I've got my team of knocks with me. Everybody say hi. Hey. Hello, friends. Bonjour. As you can see, these are a bunch of absolutely unenthusiastic fuckers. Uh, I have to carry them along always, but uh, <laughs> anyway. So like I said, we're going to take you through a journey in time this week. Cannabis has a very, very old relationship with civilization, right? In fact, cavemen are um, supposedly the first discoverers of the plant. And we're going to discuss all about the journey of this plant from being discovered in the Indian subcontinent to being taken by the Spanish to finally reaching the US and and it's uh, and and how it's kind of traveled and how the name cannabis and marijuana and ganja have come into play uh, in our upcoming passes uh, but that's just part 1 now that you made a point that um, you know cannabis has been used since the time of cavemen you think uh, the name behind flintstones had something to do with cannabis it was Flintstones, it was not Flintstoned. Or, or Flintstoners, I don't know. Yeah, it could be possible. Yeah, exactly. Like, or Maybe any criminal messaging, you know. Yeah, yeah. Criminal messaging, you know, I know Disney. Come on, Scooby Dooby Doo. Okay, Scooby Dooby Doo. I mean, what about that? Exactly. What? And Shaggy also, bro. Shaggy yeah. was also a kind of a cannabis enthusiast, bus, you know. Bus. Yeah, always they, trying, they to, always to, be, trying to look. Yeah, they were really onto munchies, you know, like. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And the mystery on man, that guys, note, guys, 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 this is not a stoner note, podcast. Uh, this is not a stoner podcast. This is family friendly educational podcast. That's a trilogy problem is way out of hand. The reason exactly why I asked this question was uh, what you said that this is not a stoner podcast and we're not going to talk about such stuff. You might find, um, you know, the content very educative and also more on the heavier side. But then again, the purpose is to educate you. Uh, with some fun anecdotes like these. Yes. To add to what uh, was just uh, mentioned, that hemp has been uh, in use for a very, very long time. Archaeologists found a remnant of a hemp cloth in ancient Mesopotamia, uh, dated back to 8000 BC, and no points for guessing what it was made of. Hemp. Or, or talk about the Chinese emperor, right? When we are discussing manufacturing, uh, China has to, you know, pop up in the conversation and back then also the Chinese emperor uh, Shen Nung in the 20th century BC and he, he taught his people to cultivate hemp for cloth. Hemp made it to Europe in approximately 1200 BC that was like after a long long time since the Chinese uh, dynasty civilization was was already using hemp for making cloth but it has been uh, uh, of great help uh, to to many dynasties and civilizations all around the world. Yeah, awesome. And on that note, let me have a pop quiz with all of you guys. And this is also for all the listeners who are, uh, who are tuned in right now. Do you guys know, like uh, like our friend just mentioned, that they say that the first remnants of hemp were discovered in China. Do you know what was the name given to hemp in China? Does anybody know? Tama. Dude, that's just fucking racist, bro. Tama, it's the word. I'm not kidding. Tama oh. is hemp in Chinese. 
exactly so that's what i wanted to speak to you guys about but the <laughs> chinese they give the name ma to him which is honestly although i'm pretty while it has its remnants in the word mother but i'm pretty sure that it is so so true even today that this plant is pretty much the kya bolte hain jag janani and the harbinger of everything uh, that the world needs so very our ancients like i always mention our ancient folk our uh, ancestors have been the smartest people uh, and have clearly seen things which we couldn't have even imagined or prophesized so yeah give it up for ma tujhe sab hai pata hai na ma tujhe sab hai pata perfect so with with this thought of why the drug was banned i actually tried to figure out the journey of uh, of cannabis and uh, what i found was very very interesting the word in chinese it's pen sao ching or or ma fen which means uh, the fruit of cannabis it was written in ancient text that if taken in excess amount it can cause visions of devil uh, these citations are very 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 rare in india what uh, happened with plant psychoactive effects was very very well known possibly because uh, it was clearly defined in our scriptures how and what to prepare from this plant for example the weakest type of preparation that you can do is bhang which consists of dry leaves from the flowers uh, if they are carefully removed um the second one is of course ganja which is prepared from the female plant's flowers and the strongest of them all is charas which is made uh, from the resin that covers the the female flowers of this plant now because this much information was present beforehand to indians and in our culture we have chosen at our expense and at our religion that bhang is okay to have but other forms of cannabis are not okay to have and guys remember that uh, it's illegal around the world because of the united states but united states as we know it was founded on hemp farming okay george washington was a hemp farmer you just have to look into it online and you i'm not just kidding you guys okay so it's a dick move for the united states to you know kind of make it illegal all over the world but you know like they are kind of catching up they are trying to push for legalization and i hope we can also follow through learn from our mistakes of having listened to those idiots and you know really really kind of you know go back and fix that big error we made you know those 20 30 years back yeah and if you want to know more about hemp its uses and how it's traveled across the world keep on listening do listen to our next pass in the playlist below now coming to something that uh, that you touched upon you know uh, which is the us and the war on drugs a lot of people know about you know ronald reagan starting the war on drugs there are of course a bunch of other very famous personalities the most famous being mr harry anslinger or as our friend likes to call him the mud slinger all he did was just create a propaganda machinery around uh, him you and all other school parent groups about the country and you must stand united on this and stamp out this frightful assassin of our youth you can do it by bringing about compulsory education on the subject of narcotics in general the great marijuana in particular that is the purpose of this meeting ladies and gentlemen to lay the foundation for a nationwide campaign by you to demand by law 
such compulsory education because it is only through enlightenment that this scourge can be wiped out. Uh, and you'll be surprised uh, uh, how Nixon carried the, the torch forward. Uh, this whole, uh, this, this term, war on drugs, uh, came into being on the day when Nixon declared drug abuse as public enemy number one. So it was the media that shortly after this press conference given on June 18, 1971 by uh, the then president Richard Nixon, uh, coined the the phrase "war on drugs." I just I just love it how U.S. you know always loves to brand things at public enemy number one. At one point of time, they had branded rock and roll music as public enemy number one. Yes, all the devil's like, music. Can you, yeah, exactly. Can you imagine like today's yeah. day and age? Like anything anything that doesn't sit well with them or they or their tiny little brains can't understand, they brand it as public enemy number one. Started by Nixon, fueled by Reagan and so many other presidents and prime ministers and world leaders after that. In fact, the war on drugs has had a really, really adverse effect in India as well. Um, I don't know how many of you know, but till 1985, our dear plant was legal in India. It was absolutely okay and tolerated to be consuming it. But along came the war on drugs, along came the US pressures and India also succumbed and gave in uh, and yep. drafted a policy called the NDPS Act of 1985, which criminalized the use and cultivation of cannabis in this country. So in June uh, 2011, uh, there was a report on the war uh, on drugs and its efficacy. It's called the Global Commission on Drug Policy. The listeners, please go read it up. Uh, it failed uh, with very devastating consequences for societies you know, around the world. And years after President Nixon launched the US government's war on drugs, fundamental reforms in national and global control policies are urgently now needed. And the report was actually criticized by organizations that oppose a general legalization of, of drugs. I mean, it's a given that there would be resistance, but it was deemed a failure almost a decade ago, and yet the war continues. And it's causing a lot of mayhem in places where economic uh, growth is of paramount importance today. So, by the way, guys, uh, legalization does not automatically mean that it's going to be good. Nani? If you take the example of United States recently, and if you've seen the Hassan Minaj episode, you already know these details, but uh, let's say like legalization has not really worked out very well in the US, especially for small farmers and small producers. So in the whole process, it has to be done in a way that is good for the consumer and for the producer. As my friend, the Dutchman, just touched upon all the various success stories of uh, decriminalization of regulation across the world, including Uruguay, Canada, and Portugal. Um, while these countries have you know, taken very progressive steps and have shown the way on how this, this plant can be used for betterment. Uh, but the current situation is really wonky across the world. Uh, in fact, the laws on cannabis and the regulations around cannabis are probably one of the worst written, the most difficult to understand, and the most full of red tapism and open for interpretation laws that exist 
in any any law book across the world as of right now the export of cannabis across borders is not allowed anywhere in the world except for medical and research purposes uh, even a country like the us which you know now leads the way in the noise around cannabis has not legalized the plant at a federal level uh, it's only legalized at the state level so that means the day uh, our dear friend trump has another one of his coffee moments he can just clamp down on all the existing cannabis businesses even those who are complying with proper state procedures uh, yeah and to find out more about the war on drugs how it's a failure and the countries who are leading the way please stay tuned more of this coming up in our passes in the playlist below so yeah before we close this week circle i'm going to tell all our listeners that i'm dj bub 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 no i'm just kidding i'm not a dj but i am a failed musician guys for those who don't know i have tried and failed and tried again and failed again and then i gave up i'm like no this is not happening but anyway so coming to song suggestions of the week let me tell you that each one of us will have our own section of song suggestions in fact our own recommendations on the songs you should listen to this week uh, in our own pass that you will find in the playlist below so do give it a listen and do give judgment on who you think has the best music taste i am pretty pretty sure it's me uh, but let's see what our listeners also feel if you have any other suggestions please feel free to send them our way we'd love to kind of play them on our segments so yeah guys this brings us to an end of our second circle around the history of cannabis and how it's traveled from time everyone taali bajao logo that brings us to the end of our second circle thank you so much for listening in uh, and if you guys want to know more about all the things we've touched upon in this circle do listen into the passes that you'll see in the playlist below um and like always check us out on instagram our handle is this is v.ed t h i s i s v dot e t uh we've got a really cool page not a lot of followers so please do follow and share uh the more the merrier aur ha hum log apne is pe paytm number apna bata denge to udhar bhi thode bahut bhej dena paise aur hame paise chahiye equipment equipment ke liye badi ganti tarah record kar rahe hai sir but anyway uh thank you so much for listening in do tune in for the next episode bye bye tada ciao ciao started by nixon fueled by reagan and so many other presidents and prime ministers and world leaders after that